3: Johnny Dollar. Pat McCracken, Johnny, returning your call. Oh, hi, Pat. How's Southern California? My vacation on expense account? I love it.
2: Well, don't overdo it. Just because the Jolly Roger matter interfered with that vacation
3: you'd planned is no Now, reason. wait a minute. You promise. Full expenses. <laughs> okay. When are you coming back to Hartford? Soon as I clear up the Lamar case. Want okay expenses on it now? Huh? Lamar? Yeah, Pat. This is a case that'll make your hair curl. Yours truly, Johnny Dollar. Expense account submitted by Special Investigator Johnny Dollar to the Universal Adjustment Bureau, Hartford, Connecticut. The following is an accounting of expenditures during my investigation of the Lamar matter. Expense account. Ah, oh, forget it. I'm on vacation. As far from Hartford, Connecticut, center of the insurance business as I can get. Yeah, I'm in La Jolla, California, and I'm staying in a big, ritzy motel called El Crescenta, alone. Oh, there is a girl down here. A lot of them, in fact. But one in particular. Bonnie Lamar, her name is. Sounds like somebody in show business, doesn't it? But she isn't. Tall, five feet eight, brunette, pretty as the devil. And I gave her the line that my so-called business back east consists of nothing more exciting than running a filling
0: station. How can you afford to come all the way out here to California for a vacation? To say nothing of staying at the El Crescenta.
3: Rich uncle, Vonnie, died and left me a couple of thousand to do with as I see fit. This is the way I see fit.
0: Only a couple of thousand. Mm Mm-hmm. Gee, that's too bad couple of hundred thousand, I might really fall for you.
3: Oh, Bonnie, how can you?
0: Hmm?
3: Well, here I thought these last three days and evenings with you were due solely to my overwhelming personal charms.
0: Your charm has nothing to do with it. <laughs> Kiss me again, anyhow.
3: With Vonnie around, who needed a couple of hundred grand? Mm. Yeah, the gal was just about all anyone could ask for. And I don't mean for just a quick vacation time romance. I'd spotted her the minute I'd landed here at this hotel. More like a guest ranch by the seashore. Beautiful, modern cottages set around the big green lawn with a swimming pool in the center big enough for the Olympics. Carports beside the cottages loaded with Eldorados, Continentals, and a handful of foreign sports jobs. And a beautiful big dining room and a building set up to look like an old clipper ship. And food and service worthy of Oscar of the Waldorf. And what was I doing here? On expense account, remember? Yeah, I'd spotted Vonnie the night I arrived from San Diego after clearing up the Jolly Roger matter and set my sights for her immediately. Naturally, I wondered what so attractive a girl was doing alone here. She cleared that up for me at dinner the second night.
0: I still don't understand why Daddy hasn't arrived yet.
3: Oh? He's supposed to join you on this vacation?
0: We always spend our vacations together. At least we have since Mother died a few years ago.
3: You're an only child?
0: Yes. Oh, really, a foster child. Just as we were about to take our plane, some crisis or other arose at the plant. Before he made me come along and wait for him. Lamar Metal Products.
3: Lamar Metal? Oh, yeah, yeah. Aircraft components, isn't it? South Bend, Indiana?
0: Yes. You know how crises crisis can arrive in a business like that.
3: Sure, I imagine so.
0: Government orders and all that sort of thing. Yeah.
3: Well, you'll probably hear from him before.
0: Oh. Here, uh, yeah, waiter, would you like to get phone, us...
1: Senor, senorita, a telegram for the lady.
0: Oh? Excuse me, Johnny. Sure.
1: Here you Gracias, Oh,
0: dear. What's the matter? It's from my father, and I don't like it. Listen... Must delay departure a few more days. Doctor's orders. Nothing to worry about. Stay there in La Jolla until I join you. Love, Daddy. That's too bad. But doctor's orders. There's nothing wrong with Daddy. He had a new insurance examination just a month ago. They gave him a clean bill of health.
3: Uh, What company?
0: Try Mutual something or other, but what difference does it make? There's something wrong about this, I'm sure of it.
3: Why don't you phone him?
0: Yes, Yes, I will.
3: My cottage is right next door here. Come on. It was none of my business, but the name of Tri-Mutual rang an old familiar bell. Yeah, I'd handle a lot of cases for them. Anyway, she wasted no time in putting through a call to her father's private number in South Bend.
0: Yes, operator? Thank you. I don't know why I didn't go to my own cottage to make this call. My pleasure. Thank you. I guess I'm a bit upset by this wire. I don't blame you. There's nothing wrong with Daddy. There can't be. Well,
3: maybe he just made the mistake of mixing too many oysters with too many martinis. Hello? And...
0: Hello? Daddy, what's this telegram you sent me? Oh. Oh, I see. Oh, well, you had me scared for a few minutes. Oh, yes, fine. Mm-hmm. Mm hmm. <laughs> yes, if you must know the truth, I have Johnny Dollar. Oh. Uh-uh. Very. Careful, girl. Yeah. Oh, he says he runs a filling station, but I don't believe him. <laughs> I'll tell you all when you get here. And hurry, darling, please. All right, Daddy. Good night, dear. Oh, thank goodness. You don't know how close your guess was, Johnny. Oh. Uh-huh. It was just a slight case of indigestion. Plus the fact he wanted another day at the plant.
3: Well, good. Then let's go back to the dining room and see what kind of indigestion we can accumulate. Well, that started it. Three days and nights. Of as much fun and relaxation as I've had in years. A wonderful place to stay. A private beach that I'll wager a second to none on the Pacific coast. Swimming, water skiing, skin diving, sailing, everything. No, this was it. Or so I thought. Why make any bones about it? I'm a sucker for romance. We took it all. We brought
1: them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end,
0: what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play
3: it now with Game Pass. And believe me, it wasn't hard to be serious with one.
0: Johnny. Yeah? This is nice, isn't it? Mm -hmm. I... I don't believe in love at first sight. Do you? Uh,
3: no. No, I, um... But it is nice, isn't it? Hey, whoa, gal.
2: Hmm?
3: It'd be much too easy to fall in love with you, Vonnie. And I mean the forever kind.
0: Well, would that be so terrible?
3: And you've, you've got one big strike against you, you know.
0: Johnny, what?
3: M O N E Y money.
0: (laughs) You lose. I have nothing. Except what my father gives me. You know, allowance and for clothes and things and (laughs) you know. So you see, I'm just as poor as you are. Only you aren't. You wouldn't be staying at a place like this. Another thing.
3: You know absolutely nothing about me.
0: You know, you don't make a living by running any old filling station. Johnny
3: Dollar at the sign of the flying red horse.
0: Oh, stop it. Well,
3: for all you know, I'm a I'm a gangster, a safecracker, a jewel thief. Mm. Or worse still, Playboy sign of a wealthy family who never did a lick of work in his life. In other words, a worthless bump.
0: Don't say that, Johnny, even in fun.
3: Had you fill them, huh?
0: Yes. And their mothers. Old dowagers trying to marry them off to another wealthy family. Add the name Lamar to their end of the social register listing. Insure the fortune with another fortune.
3: I thought you said you were poor.
0: You know what I mean. A bunch of worthless pops. that's all they are. I've seen better men among the servants and chauffeurs, the little Mexican boy who helps one of the gardeners, and the young businessmen there in South Bend and in other cities. Maybe earning just enough to make ends meet, but, but men, ambitious hard-working, willing to get somewhere on their own merit, and... Well, you know what I mean.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Why don't you marry one of them, Bonnie?
0: Well, it isn't as easy as that, Johnny. You know it. Maybe I was waiting for someone like you to... Mm. I still don't believe in love at first sight. Hmm. Good. Well, let me snuggle again. like right before we started this horrible discussion.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: The sun's going down, though, honey. And this little niche in the rocks is going to get cold. Yeah, look. Everybody else has left the beach. Come Snuggle. I like it.
1: <laughs> Kiss me.
0: And I thought I'd have to ask for it. John. Johnny. What do you do? Well. Hmm?
3: Well, I'll tell you. I live in Hartford, as I told you, right. and I'm really.
0: Listen, Senor, Dollar. he's calling you. Senorita,
3: Lamar. yeah, you too.
0: Oh, the spoilsport.
3: Well, maybe it's a word from your dad. Here, up you come? Oh,
0: I hope so. Come on, Johnny. Pedro, Pedro, senorita.
1: over here. Here we are. Here. What's up? Oh, Senor, Senorita, telegrams.
0: Telegrams.
1: The one for the Senor was Mark Rush. So I rush. Good boy, Pedro.
3: Here. No, I'll tip you when we get back to the motel. Stop by my cottage.
0: Johnny, it's... What's wrong,
3: Bonnie? It's
0: from our family doctor. I'm afraid... Here, you read it.
3: Sure, I'll be glad to. Regret having to inform you... your father died a few hours ago. Suggest you return to South Bend immediately.
2: Oh, Johnny!
3: <laughs> it was a few minutes before Vonnie could pull herself together enough to walk from the beach up to her cottage where she could pack her things for the trip back to South Bend. I told her I'd make the necessary plane reservations for her. But what I didn't tell her was the contents of the wire I'd received, the one marked Rush. It was from Pat McCracken at Universal Adjustment Bureau. I request to call him at his home in Hartford immediately. I put through the call.
2: Hello, Pat McCracken.
3: Well, Killjoy, what's on your mind? Johnny? That's right.
2: Hey, You got my wire.
3: Why else do you think I'm calling? I
2: tried to get you long distance all day. Your motel didn't seem to know where
3: you were. Well, that was my doing. They might have spoiled a beautiful romance. But well, what's on your mind? Uh, Johnny, you've got to cut your vacation short. Oh, no, you don't. Hey, you've got to come back to Hartford right away. What? Now, listen, yes. I'm just...
2: But plan to make a long stopover in South Bend, Indiana. South Bend? That's right.
3: Oh, I get it. This is a gag. Or did you know I'd figured maybe on stopping over there anyhow?
2: I don't know what you're talking about, but now listen. By a rare stroke of luck, we just got
3: word of the death this morning of one of TriMutual's bigger policyholders. How much? A million and a half. <sighs> Man named Thomas Rene Lamar. Lamar? Pat! Now listen, Johnny. The
2: circumstances lead us to think it may be murder.
3: Johnny Dollar. I have your party in Hartford,
0: Connecticut now, Mr. Dollar. Oh, thanks.
3: Just a
2: moment, please. Hello, McCracken, Universal Adjustment Bureau.
3: Hi, Pat.
0: Johnny,
2: are you still in La Jolla? Didn't you get
3: my telegram? Sure did. And I'm getting ready to leave for South Bend right now. In the company of a beautiful, charming, lovely now look,
2: son, your vacation is over.
3: Charming, lovely girl named Vonnie Lamar.
2: Okay, okay. Now, will you What?
3: That's right. Thomas Renee Lamar's daughter. Does she know her father has died? Telegram for her arrived at the same time I received yours. You didn't show her my wire. No. She doesn't know yet that you think it might be murder.
1: This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window.
3: Expense account submitted by Special Investigator Johnny Dollar. To the Universal Adjustment Bureau, Hartford, Connecticut. Attention, Mr. Patrick McCracken. Following is an accounting of expenditures during my investigation of the Lamar matter. Or was it murder? Expense account item one. I'm calling it item one, Pat, because it's really the first tab on the Lamar case. Previous expenses here in La Jolla were charged against the Jolly Roger case. Expenses for the vacation you promised me and have now so rudely interrupted. Item one, $9.60 for that long-distance call to Pat McCracken in Hartford.
2: Now, what under the sun is Vonnie Lamar doing in La Jolla?
3: Vacation? Same as I was trying to take. Now, tell me something, Pat. What? Has a claim already been filed on Lamar's million-and-a-half-dollar policy? No claim has been filed. Well, then how'd you know about his death so quickly?
2: Luck, pure and simple. Insurance company is Tri-Mutual. Big office in Chicago, headed up by Lawrence Comstock.
3: Oh, sure. i known him for years. Good man. Well, he's written all of Lamar's policies himself. He got to know the old man pretty well. Uh-huh. Personal friends, you know. Weekend golf together, same clubs. And both nuts about two-handed pinochle. So? Well, Comstock had been Lamar's house guest the past few days. And been with him practically every minute the old man wasn't at his plant. Was he actually there when Lamar died? Yes,
2: yes. He was the one who called the doctor when the old man keeled over.
3: Look, you keep referring to him as the old man. Just how old was he? Oh,
2: not Uh, two. Let me see. I've got... uh, He was 59.
3: The doctor's name on her telegram was Wilson. You know his first name?
2: No, I don't know. That's stuff you'll have to get from Comstock there in South Bend. Okay. Well, at any rate, Johnny, he called me the minute the doctor pronounced Lamar dead. And specifically asked that you be put on the case.
3: Yeah, well, that's flattering. Okay, it looks like I am, but tell me something. Yeah? What makes Larry think the man was murdered?
2: I'd rather not discuss it now. He'll he'll give it to you when you see him.
3: Our plane leaves in about an hour.
2: No doubt you can be of some comfort to the daughter. Hmm? Her knowing that you're handling the case.
3: Pat, that's the one thing I don't want her to know. I hung up leaving Pat to ponder over that last remark, wired Larry Comstock that I was coming and finished my packing for the trip back east. When I'd finished, I paid my bill at the fancy motel, and all I can say is thank goodness it was on expense account, and I knocked on the door of the cottage next to mine.
0: Yes, come in. Oh, Johnny.
3: Hi, Ronnie. Any way I can help you?
0: More than you have. You've been Wonderful. Arranging the flight back for me. For us. Taking care of the things here. Johnny. That's
3: right. For us. I'm making the trip with you.
0: But you... I thought you said Hartford, Connecticut. And your vacation. Oh, the
3: vacation's all over. Wouldn't be any fun for me to stay around after this.
0: Oh, darling.
3: And South Bend is along the way. I'd feel better if I kind of took you home rather than let you make the long trip alone under the circumstances... maybe I have some business or something to attend to there.
0: Darling, I don't know what... Easy, honey. You made it so wonderful. When Daddy couldn't get here these last few days, and now that this terrible thing has happened, he'd stick by me this way. That's the only way I'd have it. You... You're so wonderful. All right.
3: All right. Come on, now. Come on, get your things together. I've called for a cab to the airport in San Diego.
0: Come on, Oh, thank you, Johnny. I love you for this. Sure.
3: I can't say I exactly relish thoughts of the flight back east, much as I hoped I could be of some small comfort to the girl, much as I genuinely wanted to. Such things can be pretty rough, particularly in this instance. But... I am an insurance investigator And in a matter of this sort A million and a half dollars at stake The possibility of murder Well, it's up to me to suspect everyone Whether I like it or not Yeah I sometimes think it's a pretty rotten racket to be
0: Johnny
3: Sleep, Johnny, Sleep You'll need all of it you can get Before you have to face things at home
0: I wasn't sleeping I was just thinking and being so thankful that you're here with me.
3: Honey, I wired ahead for a hotel reservation. What? Yep. I'm going to stay in South Bend a few days.
0: You wonderful, wonderful... No,
3: no, I'm going to be honest with you. I I also wired a friend of mine, a, well, a fellow with whom I do business now and then, so I... Well, anyhow, I'll be there for, for a few days and maybe more and as long as I can be of any help to you.
0: Funny. Hmm? You know, you still haven't told me what you do.
3: Well, don't worry about that now.
0: But I'm curious. Tell me. It'll give us something to talk about.
3: Did you wire anyone at your home about your arrival?
0: Yes, Harrison the butler. Johnny. Well,
3: uh, how how about the doctor who telegraphed you?
0: Yes, Dr. Wilson, too. Honey. Wilson, Wilson. Wilson. Edward T. Wilson. Not tell me. No.
3: No, now you you stop talking and try to get some rest but all I... I'm going back to the lounge in the tail section so that you'll have nothing to do but get some sleep
0: then you won't tell me
3: no, no tomorrow
0: I'll sleep Thank you Johnny no I, I can maybe.
3: Very rough. I felt like a traitor to her. Well, we landed in Chicago at 10 a.m. and took a cab from the airport to the Lamar home on the outskirts of South Bend. I'd never before realized that the big industrial city with all its huge, dirty, sprawling factories had such a wealthy residential section. And the Lamar home on Parody Lane was one of the most impressive of all, set far back in what must have been an acre of well-kept lawn. In addition to Harrison, the butler, we were met at the door by the housekeeper, cook, upstairs and downstairs, maids, and a couple of other servants. All of them, obviously, in deep sorrow over the passing of the master of the house.
1: And may I most humbly for all of us express our deepest sympathy in this hour of this.
0: It's all... Thank you, Harrison. Thank you all. I'm going to my room, and we'll call you when... Uh, Yes, miss... This is Mr. Dollar. Mr. Dollar. He is to be admitted to the house. Any time
3: he. I'll be here, Vonnie. as soon as possible. And you know where to reach me.
0: Yes, Johnny.
3: Thank you. And now to get to work, whether I liked it or not. I took the cab to the townhouse, dumped my bags, and then back to Chicago in the office of Lawrence Comstock, Tri Mutual's representative.
1: He was waiting for me. Well, Johnny, you sure walked into something this time. Thick one, Larry? You don't know. You don't know the half of it. The million and a half of it. You gave Pat McCracken
3: back in Hartford the idea that Lamar's death might be murder. I think it is.
1: I really think it is, Johnny. Why? Tom Lamar was one of the best friends I ever had. Should have been. Your commission on the insurance he was carrying was enough to set you up for life. Oh, no, Johnny, don't talk like that. Tom was a good friend of mine, quite aside from business. I sold him his very first policy years ago, and he was just a bookkeeper for Atlas Processing Company, earning $70 a week. And when he married DeLise... DeLise? as his wife, who died five years ago. Oh. That policy was only for 2500 straight life. So? Well, you know how little my commission was on that. But I liked him. I saw that he had a spark about him, that with the proper kind of encouragement, he could go places... And he did.
3: Yeah, so I understand. I understand the Lamar metal products is
1: a really big thing. General metal fabricators just bought them out. Oh? Yes, and Tom was getting all ready to retire. Spend the rest of his days having fun, golf fishing, winters in California and summers in Minnesota, that sort of thing. And taking care of Vonnie, his adopted daughter.
3: Yeah. Kind of worth taking care of, too. Eh? I know her, Larry. Met her in La Jolla, California. Oh, then you... brought you... her back here to face
1: the sad fact of her father's death. Why, I didn't... Oh, yes, of course. The family doctor, Ed Wilson. I should have realized. He sent a telegram to Varney, to the same place you were in La Jolla. She's a wonderful girl, John. You're telling me.
3: But, Larry... Yes? Something you told Pat McCracken back in Hartford has led him to think that possibly Thomas Lamar was murdered.
1: John... Johnny, in the years I've known Tom Lamar... Yeah? I've not only known him, but I've known his family. Well? And much of his affairs, personal as well as business. Well? His wife, Delise, I would have married her long ago if I'd been able Oh, get to the point, Larry. Oh, yes, of course. And his daughter, LaVonne, Vonnie, I wish she'd been my daughter, my child. Come on, Larry, come on, get at She's it. She's a wonderful girl. You said that. Oh, yes, of course. Well, there were things in her past... Vani's past that even her mother and later her father didn't know about. But I did.
3: For heaven's sake, man, get to the point. You too? Yes, me too. Yeah, me. The confirmed bachelor. Take him or leave him. Have fun. Forget him. Make a big. Come on, Larry.
1: Listen, Johnny. Now listen carefully. Dr. E.T. Wilson. Ed Wilson. An old friend of mine as well as Tom. Yes. It was Ed who made the last insurance examination four months ago. Thomas Rene Lamar was in better health than you are. After all, he was only 59, and he'd lived a careful life, taking good care of himself. Well, go on. We were sure of his physical condition, sure of it. That's why I let him add to his already large policy. Larry, you've told Pat
3: McCracken, and you've admitted to me that you think Thomas Lamar was
1: murdered. Yes, John. Because of one man. Who? The one man who shared his confidences, business and personal. Yeah? Who was closer to him than even Ed Wilson or me. Well, who? One man who alone could be sure of benefiting by Tom Lamar's death. Oh, look, Larry, that bush you're beating around is getting
3: bigger and bigger. It's so
1: simple, John. So discouragingly simple. All right, all right, Larry, all
3: right. Take it any way you like. I'm here for two reasons. Because I'm assigned to this case, and because of Vonnie. Yes. I know.
1: Now, who is it you suspect? The man Vonnie is really in love with. Oh. I'm sorry, John.
2: Now, here's our star to tell you about tomorrow's intriguing episode of this week's story.
3: Tomorrow, some stuff I didn't want to hear. But I had to. Join us, won't you? Yours truly, Johnny Dollar.